Welcome to Just Jay-Z. Each week, join your favorite hairdressing duo, Just Jesse and Stu Styles, as they talk salon life, hair hacks, traveling, lifestyle, and more. You guys heard last week's episode where Stu interviewed me. Now it's time for the tables to turn and I'm interviewing him. Stu is half of the Just Jay-Z podcast and today we are going to dive deep in getting to know him so much better than you already do now. I'm talking the juiciest secrets behind the scenes, under the covers if you will. I want you guys to see and hear all of the things I get to experience every day with Stu. So I'm going to ask him questions I have crafted so you can feel like Stu is your Southern BFF too. You ready? I'm scared, (laughs) but it's going to be good. All right, let's start it off hot. Question number one. (laughs) (laughs) You're intimidating me so much right now and I I don't know why. I love making you nervous. We get to see so much of your work life online, but what are you like when you're at home? What do you do on your days off? For me, I feel like there never really is a day off because if I do have a day off, like this weekend I had basically off, I didn't have to come in, but there was still like other things I needed to get done. So I was like editing a YouTube video. I was like replying to clients, checking all of my DMs just to catch up on that. And like still like doing stories and posting, trying to be like interactive with everyone that's following me so I feel like my days off are like more of like catch-up days because then I was also doing like laundry and like organizing my closet and like throwing away a bunch of old clothes that I'll never wear that I ended up like putting back in my closet because I was like I just can't part ways with these jeans that I haven't worn since junior year of high school like I just can't get rid of them I have memories in them watching education videos you did that too so yeah you were doing a lot on your day off yeah, so like I woke up, I ordered myself breakfast. So I feel like a chill day for me is still like working and like being involved in like everything that we have going on. But it's yeah. like, I don't have to like come in and there's not deadlines. It's just like, what do I need to do? So like my week's going to be easier. So I feel mm-hmm. like, and I feel like a lot of people can relate to that because I did a story and I was like, what do you guys do on your day off? And everyone was like, catch up for yep. work or plan for work or do laundry or do that because I don't feel like as an adult anyone has like a day just to like lay in bed and like eat Doritos and like watch TV like no. from like the time they wake up to the time they go to bed there's always going to be like some type of responsibility to like take care of or like do in that sense and so I feel like I try to like also keep up with like my social life so like seeing my friends or like freaking dating which I hate because I always am like I don't have time for a boyfriend I'm too busy <laughs> I'm too big for a boyfriend. No, I'm just kidding. But I'm like, I actually was talking to a couple of guys and like making dates. I haven't even told you about it. I'll show you them. They're cute. Yeah. And I was just like, uh, why do I have like 27 messages on Tinder that I haven't checked? Because I don't think about like during the week. It's like I wake up, I come straight to work and then I'm here. And then when I get home, it's like, okay, edit do this, make a post for tomorrow, like plan what you're going to be doing, like yeah. do a podcast outline. Who do we want to have on the podcast and stuff like that. So I feel like it's always go, 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 but it's just like a little bit more chill. This is kind so of boring. <laughs> no, I mean, that was not boring. That was a ton of stuff, but this is so true to like who you are. This just shows how like you have an entrepreneur mindset like I do, because you were literally off three days in a row. I was out of town. So like, I wasn't having you do anything and you were still working. Yeah. Like you, you were like, don't that. do anything. Yeah. We're relaxing. I can't do it either. Yeah. So I think that's and- it's funny because Jesse went on a trip like with our whole entire friend group and I was invited and I was like no I need to stay back I have things I need to do and they're like what could you do like come with us no one gets it I know and I was just like ah and it is so hard to like find that line of like I know you don't understand where I'm coming from and you think I'm a crazy workaholic but if I don't get this stuff done because I'm already overwhelmed like we always like have so much going on whether it's like getting ready for a class going on a trip planning like freaking outfits which I know that doesn't sound important <laughs> but like it is because like I want to yeah. do like an outfit post or like yeah um even Instagram, like this YouTube content like it's constant yeah. 
it's just like, like doing outlines. I'm like, I just want to be ahead of the game so bad, which there is whenever you are like, I guess in this industry or like the field, it's never like being ahead of anything. I'm like, oh my gosh, I should probably run to the beauty supply too, like on a Saturday. And I'm mm-hmm. like, it's just like nonstop, go, well, go, if go. if you would have come, you would have just been stressed the whole time that you're not getting that done yeah. and you wouldn't have enjoyed or it. Or everyone would complain that I'm taking time to like be on my phone, which they probably were doing for you. Like, <laughs> I tried really hard this weekend and I think I actually did better than I normally do to like not be mm-hmm. on my phone. Like I was very cautious about like at dinner, not pulling it out and stuff. So I think I did a little better, but then when... We were at the pool, especially the second day. Like I, had, we had Jagger with us, so like I couldn't drink, but Jordan was drinking, and like all the friends were drinking. So I felt like I was like on the outskirts a teeny bit, only because they're all drinking and having fun, and I was having fun, but like I couldn't. Yeah. And so I actually got some work done while they were all doing that. So that was kind of nice, but I don't think they noticed because they were I drinking, know. so it's great. <laughs> and relating it back to Jesse's episode where she was like, "Just start. Like you won't regret it. Yeah. Start whatever you're doing. That's the best piece of advice I can do. Once you start and you see like a little snowball effect, it's so hard to turn it off. True. It's so addicting. I'm yeah. like, oh my goodness, someone messaged me and said that they're going back into the salon and like I helped them so much with a YouTube video, like the smallest things or like any kind of recognition to like just appreciating like all the work that goes into it. It just makes it so worth it. It's true. And it makes you want to be better and do more. Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay. So I don't have days off. <laughs> yes. That was basically the long answer to that question. And I that... never do anything like for myself whenever it comes to like doing lunch or anything. I'll wait till I'm like, okay, I have no underwear. Either I have to go and buy more or I have got to just like stay up all night <laughs> and do laundry. So like when I do have an off day, I'm like, oh, this is so addicting. Like I have, yeah. like I'm getting, I did like four loads of laundry yesterday and I'm like, who am I? Who have I become? I read this quote the other day that I think pertains to this, even though it was about motherhood, but it was like, motherhood is like the things that are necessary to survive all of a sudden become luxuries. Like doing laundry, going grocery shopping, the things that you need to get done Mm -hmm. are now like, oh, I have time to do this. And it's kind of the same with workaholics. Like those things should be getting done, but they never do until you actually have a day off once a month, if that, you know? So that that's true. So yeah, basically we're shopaholics and we never take days off. Not shopaholics. Wow. Workaholics. Workaholics. Sorry, Michelle. I promise I'm not a shopaholic. (laughs) Okay. What's the hardest part of your job that people don't get to see? Tell us more about the unglamorous side of things. I would see a lot of people are like, what is it like? You just get to travel and show up and like put on a show and then you get to go and eat at all these restaurants and you get to go and like have free days all over the country. And I'm like, yeah, that is so cool. But leading up to that, it's awful. Like it's like, it's like. It's like the, it's almost like the Titanic hit the iceberg and then you get to sell. It's kind of like the reverse of what actually happened. So yeah. it's like getting ready for a class has got, it's like crunch time. You have deadlines, you have to post about it and promote it. You have to like try to be interactive on your stories or find a cool way to promote a class. And so you're doing stories, you're doing social media and they're like, would anyone relate to this or would anything like come out of this? Like, do people think this is stupid? Do people not like this song? Like you're overthinking every little thing to promote it. And then once, and we've been lucky enough to always sell out and I fingers crossed, knock on wood. (laughs) I hope you heard that. We continue to do that. So it's like, a little bit less stressful now yeah. of like, but I still always feel like I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. Like, mm-hmm. is that class going to sell? Are we actually yeah. going to do this? In I'm like, three is months? everyone doing extensions now? Like, yeah. is, it, is it not cool anymore? Like what's going to be the next <laughs> thing? Like, are we going to have to teach chunky highlights for everyone who wants their hair done? That's obsessed with TikTokers and like wants that look. I'm like, what's, I don't know, doing that, like social media, like stories and like messaging people back and like just all, like promoting. It takes a lot of time yeah. and energy. And then there's like the kits. We have to like come in on our days off or like stay late on hair days, which you guys can probably relate to. Like you don't want to do anything after your hair yeah. day, but like go home and like 
sit in your recliner, like kick your feet up, and, like put the tip of your fingers in your pants and like eat Doritos. You like, said this on a podcast before I that know. exact thing. So I think Stu's trying to tell us that that is his ideal day off. That is my ideal day off. And like binge watch a show like that. It's not like that. Like after I do a hair day, I might've done 15 clients this day, but guess what? I have to stay an extra two hours and we've got to get these kits packed and we have to got to ship them all. We have to make sure everything is perfect. We have to like, if we're out of beads, go and fill up a bunch of bead containers. And just like that yeah. takes a lot of time. Just packing this freaking 20 suitcases that we bring to classes, making sure we have everything because it would be awful if we show up and we're like, oh, okay, we're here to teach you, but we don't have this or like we don't have that. And even though like we can obviously overcome that, like little like blimp into the whole like aspect of everything that we're doing. I feel like the behind the scenes work or like even Mm -hmm. just like coming up with ideas for podcasts and like recording them and like making sure this audio sounds good sometimes we have we've recorded podcasts three or four times just because we couldn't get audio right and you're probably listening to this saying bullshit like it sucked in season one and i'm like yeah i know it did yeah we still had that audio (laughs) even though it's the fourth time we're learning we just couldn't figure it out and like technical difficulties your computer my computer for editing sucks i've got to get a new one it's just like the most stressful thing sometimes they'll upload weird or like the audio won't be right or it's, i'm like i made this perfect video one time i spent 17 hours remember that yes i was like i put 17 hours into this video and then i upload it and like all the fonts blurry and i'm like why would it do that like yeah. it was perfect when it i was editing it when i um uploaded it when i rewatched it just to make sure everything was perfect but then when i made the video live on youtube it sucks and i was like what is going that. on I'm getting frustrated for you just listening right to and oh. it's just like there's a lot of stuff that goes behind the scenes like we're not going to post that we're fl- frustrated doing this because it's going to seem like we're ungrateful because i mean like i would think that if someone's like yeah. that sucks packing class bags or like the freaking computer is not working and maybe we do post that sometimes but it's just like i don't want to ever come across ungrateful or anything because yeah. it is like such a unique thing that we're doing and, and i am really grateful someone, for like, it you want to be uplifted by their content and if we were always complaining people would be like why am i tuning into this right so i hate that about yeah. like when you follow someone and they're like i'm an educator and everyone else sucks this is the only way to yeah. do it i'm like that's so not right dude like everyone at this line can get the same canvas of hair and get the same end result doing 20 different things 20 different ways that is so true i love that tell us your most embarrassing quality (laughs) i would say oh god sometimes i like what what kind of question is this my most embarrassing quality is like almost being i feel like too real sometimes do you can you agree on that because sometimes i'll like just say stuff or like I'll be like, oh, did I really just tell people at a class about my hookup? Yeah, we're talking about that because I talked about it on the podcast. Or like yeah. a guy giving me a tattoo and then dumping me three days later. I'm like, did I really share that? Is that really what's well, going on? When we're like sharing things on the podcast, it's just us in here. So you yeah. don't feel like people are hearing it, even though we know people listen. And then yeah. they bring it up and you're like, oh, I'm like, Wait. oh, people listen. I'm ah. like, how do you know that about me? <laughs> I'm like, because it almost is like. Whenever you show up to like work behind the chair, you're like, there's like, even though you're yourself and you have that personal relationship with your client, it is like a level of like professionalism there. And even though like, I don't mind you guys knowing that I would rather you like laugh at my life than me like cry about it at night. Like, I think it's like funny, like the crap that happens to us. And I'm like, does this happen to anyone else? Yeah. As long as you guys are getting a good laugh, that's all that matters. But even like at classes, I feel like I am there. It is me, my personality, like things I would say and do and like real life experiences I've been through, like trying to teach you like to learn from my mistakes. I'm like, wait a second. How do you know about that? It does always throw me off every single time. Yeah. So no, yeah, that's a good one. But it's funny because like, 
you could say that's an embarrassing quality, but I also think it's why people love you is because you're just sharing everything and you're open and you mm. don't really have any like boundaries and either do I. And I think yeah. that's why people relate to us. Yeah. I love it. And I just love like, I'm a real person too. Like, yeah, yeah, I have clients that are unhappy. I have people who like just everything that you're going through just because we're on like a bigger platform, like people look up to us. It's not mm-hmm. any different with us. Celebrities, they're just like us. Folks, guys, I swear. <laughs> I would say that or... My speech would be the worst yes, thing about that's me. that's what I would I say. have the thickest Southern accent when I moved to Utah, even starting the podcast. Even now, it'll come out if I get yeah. really excited about what we're it, talking about. You still have it, but it's about. not as thick as it was. No, like I would go, my, my first class, someone was like, I feel like that was so much information and you did a great job of explaining it, but half of it I didn't catch because even like <laughs> just like terms I would use, like I would, instead of like saying like, turn the lights off, I'd be like, cut the lights off. And they're like, how do you cut it? Yeah. Like Jesse hates it. I and I was it. like, girl, like, and so when we go and teach in the South, it's so funny. Cause I'm like, what it do you say out. whenever like you're flicking the light switch and they're like, cut the lights off. And everyone in from Utah, like that's on our crew. They're like, what? They're like, this is insane. Or just like different terminology or like, yeah. like quotes or like anything that I would say, like, a lot of people like outside of the South wouldn't know. And they're like, that makes no sense. And I'm like, wait, you've never heard that. I'm but like, that's why you love going back to the South. Yeah. Cause you're always like my people. I am. I'm like, I am. I feel understood <laughs> for the first time in a I'm long home. time. Do you feel like your accent comes out stronger when we're in the South? Yeah. When or like I when you're it. talking when to your mom, I was like- exactly what I was going to say when I'm on the phone with my family, I will hear myself yeah. and I'll be like, holy hell, how did I, who am I? Or even like, it's weird now that I, when I talk to my family, I'm like, you guys have the thickest accent ever. Your like, mom what? and brother, especially. Like, your mom's like, hi, Stu. And I'm like, what the? I love she it. She just like that. I want to go back and actually listen to some of your first YouTube videos. Because I too. feel like it would be way different than how It would be so now. cringy to watch. Because that was, like, before I lost weight. And, like, I was in my chubby <laughs> phase. And I had red hair and most of them. Like, I was just going through it. So We've all been there. It's fine. But they're good videos. So I'm keeping them up. Okay. What do you think is your most defining quality? Was there any certain experience that shaped who you are today? As far as an experience goes, I don't know, but I feel like my worst quality I was saying was like me speaking, like being too relatable or like too real sometimes is almost like my best quality because I always grew up and it was like being in the South, everyone knows everyone. One time when I was 15, we did a family road trip with my grandparents and like drove to Utah and I remember like stopping to eat at random places across the country. My grandpa like knew someone. It was so what? crazy. Yeah. It, he was like, I worked with you 30 years ago because he did work like all over the country, wow. like traveling and stuff. That's cool. When like my uncles and my mom were little. My grandpa knows people everywhere. And like we always say like he can talk to like a fence post and it would talk back to him. And I feel like I learned that. And I feel like that's a quality my whole family has. Like yeah. we all can freaking talk. Like right now I'll ramble and I'll ramble. And like you guys know if you listen, like I yeah. talk a lot. There's even a review where it's like, dude rambles and talks over Jesse. Like this is her show. We're here for th- her. And I'm like, like, no, it's both of us. I'm like, yeah, I'm like we're co-hosts. It is just like, I feel like just being, I feel like no matter who you are, where you come from, I feel like I can find something to relate to you or like yeah. open up. I feel like I am like easy to talk to. Right. And I love getting to know people, especially at classes. I'm like, are you Boothrant? Your commission? Where are you from? What was it like growing up? Like, I want to know about mm-hmm. you. You and genuinely like, I, care. It doesn't seem like you're just trying to make yeah, small Yeah, no talk. matter who you are or like what you come from, what you look like or anything like that. Because I feel like growing up, 
in the South. I love the South. And like, but there obviously are things that you don't love about where you grew up. And like, I feel like diversity was like a huge thing. It was very diverse in the South, but it was very like separated still. And I always hated that. Very like cliquish, even like with like racist or like who, how you dress. This was like a clique or like this or that. A lot of like things played a role into like who you were, like what opportunities you got, like what clubs you could be in at my high school. And I always hated that. And I always like wanted more. And I was just like, I've always, maybe just because like I knew like I was different, like being gay or whatever. But no matter like who you are, what you look like, I always do want you to know like you're still a person. I still care about you just because like this person has prettier hair or this person has this color eyes or this color skin or they're from this person I don't care like how cool your story is or like how hard your story is like I still we're all equal at at the end of the day even if you're like a cosmetology student and like Jesse's been doing it for 10 years y'all are both cool and like I still want to know different things about you guys yeah and I think that's why you're successful because you're never going to get to a point where you're like I am way too good for all of you like you've kept a very level-headed attitude as you've grown which is what I think that it's well-deserved because I think if people are like I've met people online that have like a presence online that Mm -hmm. are like like, I am way too good for you. And I think that's so off-putting. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that you, you know, kind of had those experiences growing up because I feel like you're never going to get to that point, you know? Oh, thank I love you. That. that means a lot. Because there are a lot of times people come to our classes and they're like, you know, like I went and met this influencer and they have like 50 times more followers than you. And yeah. they were like so off-putting. They were like, it was like a hair show. This is one example. Obviously, I'm not going to call whoever it out. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> beep. She was like, I looked up to her since I was in hair school. She was like the first hair influencer I found love her work like I try to recreate her looks on my clients I use her techniques that I've learned and I finally got the chance to meet her at a hair show and I was like oh my gosh you are my inspiration and she was it's almost like she knew that mm-hmm. or she was like, like she expected, she expected it. it like yeah yep. I'm here and like you should be looking up like to me. yeah and I met her too at mm-hmm. a hair show and I felt the same way like I was just another person getting a photo with her and yeah. I was like oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah and that's why I feel like at our classes I like to take the time to like talk to the people who want a photo it's not just like yeah get a photo it's like how are you like I want to get to know them mm-hmm. because they are taking their time and money to come to us and they're the reason they we're here yes. yeah they're the reason we do well I never would want anyone to feel like they're just another number to us yeah. and one of the best compliments besides people being like wow that you really broke this down like you were a great educator is I love how you weren't like snobby or had your nose up you were yeah. asking us questions wanting to get to know us and like even like on Instagram you are like replying back to all of us and like taking the time to answer your DMs and like help us through a disaster or, like come up with formulas or like a way to tackle something I'm like yeah that's what I love to do I love sharing and I feel like that's like my main passion is almost like helping, yeah. not even like educating. I feel like educating like plays into that role, but I love being like a helper. Like making the connection with students mm-hmm. and like helping them maybe mentally or emotionally on top of the skill they're learning. I think you've done that for a lot of people. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. I remember a, a class like a few weeks ago, someone said to me, I'm so glad I chose to take this class. I was really nervous to take say a hair influencers class because I've taken a hair influencers class before and they, they treated her like that and she just didn't like it. And she goes, I try so hard not to buy into the whole like hair celebrity thing. So she goes, I was really skeptical to meet you guys, but you were just as amazing in person as you are online. Mm-hmm. And I love getting that compliment because I feel like we do put it out there who we are and it's not an act. Like we really are like- The idiots that you see yes. on your stories like and YouTube. we thought that I was getting murdered and you brought a knife to my house. Like yeah. if you follow, you know. <laughs> and like, those are the things that we never act too cool for people, obviously. And I, yeah. I love that about us. Because at the end of the day, we don't- Obviously, we know like people message us or like 
follow us or like yeah. our stuff. Like we see like the numbers and everything and we're putting stuff out there to help someone or whatever it is that you take away from it. And I don't think like when I post something, I'm like, okay, 15,000 people are going to see this. Like yeah. when you think about it, it's kind of crazy. Like it if is. you were standing inside of an arena, 15,000 people, and I was like, here's a picture and oh, here's my caption for it. That like, is weird. I would be like, everyone's not going to relate to that. Or like, it is kind of yeah. crazy when you put it like on that spectrum of stuff. Cause yeah. I'm like, because people are like, what's it like having so many followers? I'm like, I just, I, it is my life. I don't know. Yeah. Like, it's just cool. Like, I think, it's just... Yeah. But it doesn't feel any different. I remember wanting to hit 10,000 so bad. And I was like doing everything, posting all the time, like following people to follow. But I was like, I've got to hit 10K because I yeah. thought it would just like feel rewarding. But I was like, no, I'm still the same person I was yeah. at 9,999. And like, I think 10K is the only actual exciting milestone to hit on Instagram because you get the swipe up. Yeah. I think that's the coolest part. And but then it says after like that, K, it doesn't have like yes. an exact number. But you are, you're still the same person. But and then after that, it's like every milestone, it's exciting and it's yeah. awesome. But like, yeah, it's like nothing changes. So it is, it's cool though. Okay. Do you have a secret hidden talent? <laughs> I'm going to take a drink of water. <laughs> Got to think this one over. ASMR. Do I have a secret talent? No. Oh, really? Okay. I don't think so. I'm like, it's, it, I know I'm always like, I love talking I think about I have myself. One for you. And I love like this, that, or what, like I try to like soak up like the divaness, like when we do our Real Housewife episodes or anything like that. Yeah. I don't even, like when it comes to actually talking about yourself, I'm like, wait, what do I do? I'm right? like, off. Or like, what, how did I get it's here? Like I'm like, everything. I don't, yeah, it's like you forget everything. I keep up with other people on social media and probably know more about them than me. <laughs> And then I'm like, wait, how do I answer this question? Who am I? Do you think you have one for me? Yeah. What? Um, I don't know if it's secret because you've kind of put it out there, but not as much as like I think your friends see. But you literally can like any Cardi B song or like <laughs> like you can go hard like rapping and like singing and you memorize stuff like that and yeah. you put on a performance. Like you're Hell really good yeah. at that. My secret talent is that I can spit rhymes, bro. Yep. Even with My that name southern is Stu accent, Stu Chains, <laughs> Stu Straddles, Stu Chains. You've got all Just the another alter egos. <laughs> alter so ego I think you should do like a TikTok or reel, like doing like a dance or like a, a rap, because I think you'd be really good at that. <laughs> like our Christmas party, Halloween, like every event where we have music, you're just like. I just going love hard. to entertain you guys. That's true. I really do. Stu will do anything for a laugh. Okay. That was my last question, but I actually have a game now okay. that you don't know about. And I'm so glad that you answered number three this way because it totally ties into the game. It's called Southern or Not. I am going to give you words or phrases and you will tell me if it's Southern. And if it is, explain what it is. Okay. And if it's not Southern, explain the Southern version of it. Okay. First I love one, this. Beanie. Not Southern at all. Me and Jesse have this debate going on still to this day. We'll ask people at classes. I did polls on Instagram. A beanie, obviously we know what it is, but we call it a toboggan. And in Utah, everywhere else but the South, a toboggan is a sled. And I never knew that. A toboggan is a beanie in the South. Like the little, little, like the beanie you wear on your head. Like you guys know what a beanie is. Yeah. Did you ever know what, what a beanie was? Yeah. So you called it both? Or you knew no, it was I just both? like if you said that, I would know what you were talking about. But it was never like in my vocabulary. That's it was so always crazy. a toboggan, and like I, like I knew what a beanie was, yeah. but like a toboggan is a like toboggan. a beanie in my head. And there's not snow for us to have toboggan sled. True. So I, I don't know about that. I don't know how. Like how does that mean hat or whatever it is? Sled. Yeah, I don't know how it means both of those things, but no. That's a our biggest is like southern argument is that we were like, a beanie, no a toboggan. <laughs> okay, next one, cart. Um, no. What's the Southern version? A buggy. A buggy? Yeah. I actually love that. It's so funny because it is like a buggy in my head. It's not like a car. A car is the little smaller basket you pick up and carry by hand. What? Yeah. That's that's a a basket. 
It's a cart and then the buggy. A cart? You push a buggy. In my head. Whoa. Yeah. That's weird. In America, for most of America, it's a, it's shopping a cart. cart, a shopping yeah. cart, and then a basket's what you pick I remember up. moving to um, beauty school in Florida and just even like how different Florida is really? from Alabama. I, oh. We were going grocery shopping and I was like, okay, I'll get a buggy. And they were like, what? And they thought I meant like a, like a, like, you know, when you do like bumper carts, like a buggy you're in. They, were, yeah. they thought I was going to get on like the electric, like <laughs> wheelchair bug, like shopping cart or buggy, whatever what? you want to call it. And I was like, no buggy. And they were like, what are you talking a about? Buggy. And I was like, shopping cart. I was like, that sounds so shopping fancy. Cart. Like it sounds so well, wrong. Do you know what's weird is I think I could be wrong, but I think like in London and stuff, a buggy is like a. A stroller, like you push a baby in a buggy. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's weird how it can be so many different things. Ugh, the world's weird. Okay. Getting ready. Getting ready? Yeah. I don't know if you'll know this, but I just Googled a bunch of like Southern <laughs> terms. And I feel so, like I say I'm getting ready. Okay. So I'm going to tell you what I thought it was. Getting ready means like getting ready to so like, like, leave your house. Okay. Yeah. So like, yes. Up. Okay. Getting ready to leave your house. Mm-hmm. So like I'm getting ready to head out. What would you say? Or someone in the South say? If I'm saying I'm getting ready to leave. Okay. <laughs> this, this is too hard. Okay, what? <laughs> I think you'll know, but I'm fixing to leave. Oh, fixing. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a Southern thing? Fixin like instead of getting, like getting ready getting, to leave? Yeah. Okay. So you can be like, I'm fixing a pie. I'm fixing yes. dinner. I'm, I'm fixing fixin to leave. To leave. I'm fixing to go to the store. That's so um, Or like I'm fixing to be there. Yeah, yes. I know what you mean. Okay. That's funny. <laughs> I didn't, I could not put that together, but I definitely know what you mean. Okay. I love that. Okay. I'm well, fixing to tell you. Don't I'm worry. I'm fixing to tell you. Well, okay. I'm confused, but I just have brother and sister and I don't know why. Brother and sister. Yeah. <laughs> what? I don't know why, but I'm like trying okay. to Google like Southern sayings for brother and sister, but. Like kinfolk? Maybe. Maybe kinfolk? Maybe yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, more like your cousins. Oh. I feel like brother and sister. We kind of talked about this when you answered before, but turn off the lights. Yeah, you cut them off. Cut the lights. Cut the lights. I feel like you actually don't say it as much now. No, because I get freaking crucified in Utah. <laughs> if I say that, it makes no sense. I have to explain it to everyone. Or if I'm like, cut the curling iron on to an assistant or anything like that, they're like, huh? What does that mean? So I've kind of like taken away my Southern ways. Totally. Totally? Yeah. Is there a way to say that in the South? Totally is not Southern. I feel like everyone says that. Okay, no, yeah. I know I know. totally isn't a Southern thing, but like is when I was- Is there a Southern word for totally? Yeah, like is there another thing you guys say instead of totally? I feel like people, <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> I feel like people in the South are like super, like their religion is football. So if you're like teams like at the University of Alabama, if they like super agree with something instead of being like totally or hell yeah, they'll be like roll tide. Or are like, you serious? Yeah, or like if you're like an Auburn fan, you'll be like- War Eagle to that. Like, yeah, is definitely a thing to say instead of like totally. Totally. Could you imagine like a grown man in the South drinking like a bush light being like totally? No, they're like roll tide. Roll tide. Okay, that's so funny. Your football team is your religion. The football oh, coach yeah. is your Jesus. Okay, this one's funny. It's actually not on my list, but as I'm like reading this Southern article, I found it. And this is <laughs> something that I've noticed we talk differently. If I say, you know how like when you put something off center, you call it like, what do you call it? Like, Caddy corner? Yes. And caddy wampus and caddy corner. Caddy wampus? Caddy wampus means something's like crooked or like, oh, that's uh, caddy wampus or caddy corner. That. But here we say kitty wampus or kitty corner. But oh, you really? guys say caddy and we say yeah. kitty. Isn't that weird? That is weird. It's like the same thing but different. I was like, is caddy corner southern? I should have just read you this article and seen if you like knew what all these meant because these are funny. Rapid fire. Go. Go. Hold on, I want to just see if I can. Oh, oh, oh! This is the one that meant totally plum. She was plum tired out. Or um, she was plum crazy. Yeah, is that a thing? Yeah, it's weird because whenever you say it, it's like plum, but it's like when I hear it, like if I heard my mom say that, 
She goes, plum tired. Like, it doesn't sound like plum, like the fruit or whatever it is. Yeah. It sounds like, like, she was plum tired. She was, like, yeah. It's it would be like, like she's totally crazy. Like, it would be like, she's yeah, plum yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is. <laughs> I didn't even think about that, but I do say that sometimes. That's so funny. Plum tired means you're really tired. It doesn't mean, like, totally. I feel like it means, like, really or, like, yeah. extra amount. Oh, okay. Here it said totally, but I, bless your heart. Um, Bless your heart's a blessing and a curse. It's yeah, like, that's what I wanted could, to explain. If someone, like, passes away, if you go through something, it could be like, bless your heart. Like, I'm keeping you in my thoughts, like, my prayers or anything. But also, it can be like, bless your heart, you're an idiot. Or, like, <laughs> I'm trying to tell you that to your face. Yeah, like, bless your heart, you're with, so like, stupid. With, like, keeping that, like, southern etiquette. And a lot of people think bless your heart's more rude than it's, like, positive. But I feel like growing up, it was always more of, like, bless your heart. Like, we're keeping you in our thoughts. Like, bless your heart. Let us mm-hmm. know if you need anything. Like, Instead of like more like negative. So it could be both, but it really just depends on the person, I guess. Yeah. There's one more and then I'm just going to kind of go over this list, but this one says causing trouble. Causing trouble? Yeah. Like if someone's causing trouble. That might be it. That's so funny. <laughs> causing a ruckus. You're causing a ruckus. Okay. Don't cause a ruckus. I'm or just like, going to... Yeah, because if you... Like okay. growing up, if I was like super loud or talkative, I feel like my... Shout out to Miss Sheffield, my fourth grade teacher. She would always be like, you're causing a ruckus in class. And I was like, oh. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm going to just read like a, a few and you tell me if you know like what they mean. Okay. We're living in high cotton. Yeah, that means like you live a life of luxury. Like what? you're living like... Uh, so we are living in high cotton. We're living in high cotton. Jesse has three designer bags on the way this week. <laughs> High cotton means, yeah, like you have a great life. You're living a life of luxury. If the creek don't rise. Um, that means like if something's going to happen, uh, how do you even explain this? So it's like if you like get in water, it goes up. But like yeah. if you get into something and it doesn't work out, like it's fine. Like just keep on going. Oh, okay. It says here, we'll be there unless something out of our control stops us. Yeah. It doesn't amount to a hill of beans. Um, so like, a, <laughs> I don't know that one. Really? But I can feel like I can dissect it. A hill of beans would be like, I don't know if it means, do beans grow like in the ground? Yeah, like butter beans are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, beans do grow in the ground. That's not like on a tree. So it's like little, little bushes, I think. It doesn't, what is it? Basically, it just hill of beans. Like what would that, like? A hill of beans would be like a whole, it almost would be like a pile of, I feel like it would almost be like finding like a needle in a haystack because oh, it's like a whole bunch of, hill of beans. nonsense. Yeah. What does it say though? It says in the South, a hill of beans is its own measurement. A hill of beans isn't Oh, it means much. like a lot. Yeah, it okay. does mean that. That makes Damn, sense. Damn, I can't sense. believe it. Ah! You're not Southern anymore. She was madder than a wet hen. Yeah, that just means you were pissed. Really? Off. So it'd be like if you took a chicken and dunked it in water, <gasps> and then it was like running around mad, like trying to get dry, like shaking off, and like you, the chicken would be pissed. That's a real thing. My mom says that all the time. <laughs> I love it. Give me some sugar. It means like... Like if like at night, you're like, give me some... Like a kiss, Jag. It means like Aww. giving... Give me like, sugar. Yeah. That's so cute. It's like a little kiss. Okay, we'll do one more. Frenchard? 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 Yeah. Let me see. Like French, oh, like front yard, but you're saying it like Frenchard. Frenchard. The opposite of backyard is what Uh, it says. (laughs) That's for the really Southern people. He thinks the sun comes up just to hear him crow. Um, That means like you're full of yourself. So it means like your shit doesn't stink, basically. Oh, that's funny. Okay, one more. This is fun. I love it. My eyeballs are floating. Um, I don't, I don't know if I've ever, oh, so like if your eyeballs are floating, it's like, you're like, like obviously you guys can't see this, but it's like your eyeballs are open like this. You're like, oh my God, like you're staring oh, like, like you're in shocked? disbelief. Yeah. This one says it's a phrase when someone needs to use the bathroom very badly. My, eye, my, my eyeballs heard, are floating. No, I've heard, um, I've got to pee 
more than a Russian racehorse. And that means like, because apparently like a Russian racehorse, I don't know if this is true, guys. Don't quote, quote me I've on this. I've heard that one too. But yeah. it's like, they would like make, like, I don't know if they would like tie it up down there. Anyways, they wouldn't let the horses pee. So they would like run, run fast. really faster. Because it's like, they have to run to the bathroom. Oh, sad. That is so sad, huh? Okay, this is actually the last one. Okay. You can just tell me if this is true or false, but it okay. says in the South, Coke means any carbonated beverage, not just Coca-Cola. So if you yeah. order a Coke in a Southern restaurant, don't be surprised if they ask what kind. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah, you'd be like, it means like soda. It means what? Like, just yeah. Coke means soda. Yeah, so like if I went, if I was like, oh, I'm going to get a Coke, they'd be like, what kind? I'd be like, uh, Sprite. Pepper, or like, right. yeah. What? A Coke is just like, it could even be a pep, Pepsi. That's confusing. Yeah. I wonder how that happened. It'd be like, if I can get a regular Coke, they'd be like, like, okay, okay, they'd bring you a regular Pepsi if they had that. Oh. Or can I get like yeah, a people Diet here Coke? would be pissed. Could, yeah, <laughs> right? And yeah, Coke definitely means like Just soda, soda in, general. in general. Wow. You didn't know that? No. I thought that was a common thing Mm-mm. people knew. Well, Stu just proved his Southern roots. Thank you for letting me interview <laughs> today. It was so much fun to get to know you a little more. Hopefully the listeners got to know you. Doing peaks and pets. Yep, you know what it's time um, for. I'm like, it's time for peaks and pets. It's time. <laughs> Let's talk peaks and pegs. All right, so since this is about me, I guess I'll take the lead. My peak is going to be that this past weekend, I went and looked at my own place, and I'm going to be moving in very shortly. It's just so nice to, like, we were kind of, like, relating back to, like, everything you have going on at home like your job doesn't stop for us just because we like clock out and just to be able to go home and have like no distractions of like roommates or their pets or like if they have visitors or whoever over it's just going to be like my little zen area where it's just literally one bedroom one bathroom a huge walk-in closet that's what i'm most excited about like i can decorate it however i want it's just going to be like my thing and i feel like i'm never i don't feel like i've never had a home base since living here like you've been so many different places like thanks to this girl yeah um my living situation like i moved to utah and i was living with family that was here but they were an hour away and i was like i'll just commute it's not that bad like thinking of it (laughs) but then actually doing it i did it for three days and jesse was like begging me to live with her the whole time and i was like okay I guess I'll move in with my boss, but this is so weird. So I moved in with her. She gets divorced and like we move into a town home and then I'm in the town home for a little while and then she gets remarried. And then so I was in the town home by myself. Then I had roommates in the town home and then the lease was up and then we had to go. Moved in with people from my friend group. But like our leases were like a month different and they were moving from like a town home to a house. So I moved into a town home with them for a month and then moved completely into this new house. And I feel like this house, this past house, I've packed up. And moved so many times I haven't even like unfinished packing. And I was you've like, been there a year, right? Yeah. That's crazy. This month is a year and I don't even feel like, I feel like I have some things where I'm like, I could still unpack that, but I'm, but I'm not doing it. Or like, I'm not putting a dresser together because I'm like, it's just not my home or anything like that. So I feel like to finally have my own yeah. space, it's all me. It all relies on me. Like who can come over? I can say yes or no. Or like if the temperature in my freaking house, that's a peak because my roommates keep out hot as hell. Like <laughs> imagine me. Laying on top of my bed naked with a fan blowing on me and my window open when it's snowing and like the snow hitting my leg feels amazing because it's so hot. And I think it's my corner in the house too. Well, you're also up and like heat rises You're upstairs, but still. And I just feel like nothing, like nothing against my roommates or anything. It's been, they've been like the best roommates I probably have ever had. I think anyone would just want to live alone. It's just nice to like, if I want to go home and like do a voiceover, I don't have to worry about being too loud. Like they're going to yeah. hear me or like kind of like embarrassed. Like they're going to hear me talking to myself in my room about <laughs> hair. Like, you know, well, I think we it's going to be the best thing about like how this is literally going to be 
your place. You could stay mm-hmm. here for a long time until you decide to buy a house or whatever. Yeah. So like, it's exciting that you're going to have roots here. Yeah. It's just crazy. I can't believe it. Like I haven't had such a solid home for two years. I've still had my like Alabama driver's license. Yes. Isn't that crazy? Time to get your Utah license. Right. Like, yeah. I want to when I get the apartment. So then it's That's like my apartment. Your address. On. Yeah. Cause yeah. what address would you have even used? The, the salon. salon. Yeah. Like I use that for everything. And, <laughs> Me too. Um, I don't know. I think it'll be really cool. As stressful as it is, I feel like that would be my pit. Is yeah. like obviously I have to pack out my whole life and move it two minutes down the road into an apartment, but it's going to be the best thing. But hiring then I movers like, this time. Hell yeah, I am. I'm going to have movers, but then it's like I need to have everything how I want it. Like it's all up to me. That mm-hmm. the stress of that is like I can decorate my living room however I want to, but how the hell do I want to do yeah. it? That's my pit. Like it's yep. so overwhelming and it's like crunch time now. And I'm like, well, I have nothing. Like it's time to start ordering stuff and like getting stuff delivered. It's um, like finding the time to move, yeah. ordering your stuff. Yeah, totally. That's a lot. I hate so, moving. It's exciting. Exciting and it's not scary at all because I know I can do it. Thank God. Yeah, but good for you. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I will cry. I'm excited to see it. I'm you so make this excited. episode about me and then you tell me you're proud of me. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, so we've got some fun stuff coming up. Yay. I would say my peak is that you guys know how much I've resented the audio part of the podcast. Like it's either too echoey or too loud or the mic's cut out or blah, 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 blah. I hate it. But we finally have a good setup, I'm hoping, and we have an audio booth coming this week. And so that's my peak is we literally have a legit sound booth coming that's going to like encapsulate us so that it will be perfect audio every time. I'm really hoping that so far season three has been good audio wise. The first episode of this season with Pretty Little Ombre, we had a lot of echoing because we did like the podcast remotely and that sucked. So hopefully we were able to edit that so you guys didn't hear it very much, but I'm very sorry, but I'm hoping moving forward, all of the episodes are gonna sound better with the sound booth. And then my pit is that I literally have to pee like a Russian racehorse right now. So I'm like (laughs) dying during this podcast. Last 10 minutes, I've been like, ha ha ha. So that's my pit. (laughs) But what a way to tie in the Southern roots. So if you're hearing this and most likely when it's out, I will still have no idea how I want to decorate my apartment because I have yeah. so many different vibes, like outfits. I'm like, I'm so neutral or I'm all black or I'm crazy, True. crazy like patterns and stuff. So I'm like, what do I want to do in my you house? Need to do I need like a little bit of everything. pieces that you can then like accessorize with different pillow colors yeah. or different blankets that you That's can switch out. That's what you should do. That's what I was idea. thinking. So I'm you guys excited. send me ideas. Thank and you for listening I'll do to an this. Apartment tour. Yeah, stay tuned to my YouTube. I'm super excited. Thanks for listening to this. I hope you enjoy getting to know me a little more. And I hope my Southerness was proven here. It was. It for was. For all the haters. And go listen to some of his old videos because you'll see his real Southern accent come out. Yeah. <laughs> all right. nothing. Thanks so much for listening, you guys. And we'll catch you next time. See ya. Thanks for joining us over here at Just Jay-Z. Just Jay-Z. Catch new episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Just Jay-Z.